0: Hey there, welcome back to the Sadie Mae podcast. Um, I'm a few days late, but definitely getting more consistent considering the last one was a year ago. The last one before last week. Um, Not to brag, but I did get 66 listens on my last episode. So um, we're back on top, obviously. And um, yeah, I'll probably be blowing up pretty soon. So if you want to hang out with me, And if you think we're friends, you really better get in right now because I'll probably forget about you and I'm huge and famous. Um, That's a joke. So I'm off social media and um, no TikTok, no Instagram. I do have Pinterest and I'm going to say this. I do go on YouTube on Safari. I don't have the app, okay, but I do watch it on safari i can't get enough i've honestly just replaced it like my screen time on instagram and tiktok with pinterest but i feel like with pinterest i'm not really like i'm not death scrolling for hours like i see a few cute things i pin them or i screenshot them and then i'm done because i'm like it, it's kind of the same content over and over and over whereas like instagram really like each reel is different or each post is different, you know, whereas Pinterest kind of gets repetitive, like how many, you know, I don't know, bedding pictures can I see in one scroll session, you know, but I'm, I'm really liking it and I have made a list of the things that I've gotten done uh, being off social media literally for two days, so let's just go through that. I've been extremely productive. Let's see. I made a sweater. I didn't make a sweater, but I had a sweater and I've been wanting, it has a big stain on the front, but I love it. So I was like, I'm going to sew a little patch onto it, but I want to make the patch and kind of do like a, it kind of looks a little messy vibe, you know? So I cut out a little blue star from some fabric and I just like embroidered it on and it looks so cute. And I've been wanting to do it seriously, for, like, six months, if not longer, and I just haven't, so got that done. Um, I reorganized my entire bedroom. Like, you know when you're, like, 10 years old and just, you just get this kick and you have to redo your whole room? Like, you get Hulk-level strength and you can move any piece of furniture, move your bed. I mean, you have the organizational skills of, like, i don't know that lady on netflix that organizes for her job like that was me the other day and since moving into my house i haven't really cared to redo my room like i got a new bed and i've gotten like some little decorations here and there but overall like i kind of kept it as is like i didn't really care that much but when i kind of realized like this is my bedroom like i'm gonna be living here for a while i'm assuming like why not just like redo it or like make it how I want or change it up? Or you know, it's been so fun. So I turned my bed sideways and I'm feeling like a new woman. So if it wasn't for the 66 listens, it's the new bedroom. Watch out. Um, next thing I did was I mailed off a package. Uh, it sounds like a normal task, but I've been meaning to mail this package for like two weeks. So if that doesn't tell you how bad going on Instagram affects me, it's that bad. Where, like, I will have a bajillion responsibilities and Instagram always takes priority. So, mailed the package, um, gave a performance, literally performed, um, songs that I've written in front of all my friends, and it was so fun, and I didn't obviously post about it, I didn't whatever, like, I just went up there and did it, and, that was it. Like it was like truly like this okay, don't cringe, don't cringe when you hear this. It was truly living in the moment. And it was so beautiful. It was so fun. Like I didn't I don't know. I was just there. I did it. I talked to the people that were there and then I I left. Like I didn't need to post it and feel the validation from a hundred more people telling me how good I did. Like I was perfectly satisfied just with the people that were right there and I've been so addicted to feedback lately on social media, like, on Instagram and stuff, like, cute outfit, where'd you get that, or what are you doing today, or you're funny, or this or that, like, I have kind of let all that go, and I'm like, I'm doing exactly what I want to do, it's so cool, and not even in a selfish way, like, in a way that it's like, I'm truly fulfilling, like, my wants and my desires and my goals and dreams and whatever just for me like for no validation other than my own personal like joy and that feels really cool i don't know maybe that's silly i tried to think of like a bunch of other stuff like i really have been so productive lately but um yeah it's just been nice my therapist and i talked and and i've been having some i don't know if i talked about this i think i did before i stopped podcasting this year that i got diagnosed with ocd and blah blah blah, and i'm not really gonna go too far into that but um basically one of my obsessions lately has been like reality and like not knowing like what's real and what's not and it sounds a lot like weirder or crazier than it actually is but like with mine my brain gets obsessed with a thought so that's been something different my whole life in high school. It was like throwing up. Like, I was like, I'm going to throw up. Where am I going to throw up? When am I going to throw up? What makes me throw up? What happens if I throw up? Who's around? When? I, like, it's like all that, right? I, like, would obsess over it. I couldn't help it. And so lately it's been like, what's real? What's not real? Like, is this real? Am I real? Is anything real? Like, it's like reality checking, they call it. So my therapist was like, you should get off social media and... When you're bored, it's gonna force you to interact with everything that's around you. Being creative with your hands, talking to the people around you, cleaning something, um, driving somewhere. Like, all you can do is interact with the real world, and that's gonna kind of ground you. And it's been so good. It's been so nice. And I kind of already knew that. Like, I took some time off Instagram last year um, for similar reasons, and it helped a lot. I've been loving it. And yeah. So, this episode basically is gonna be all my thoughts. Like, I haven't done one of these in a little bit, but it's just gonna be like all the thoughts I've had this week and talking about them. And I've been really good about writing them down. So it's gonna be very random. It's gonna be very all over the place, but um, yeah, I, I don't know, buckle up. Let's, let's get into all of them. Okay, my, my first uh, <laughs> note is, is that my guilty pleasure lately <laughs> has been watching celebrity <laughs> ancestry videos? I literally this is on my youtube safari um <laughs> binges, but they come up all the time on like my YouTube homepage, like, my recommended is, like, all these celebrities, like, doing their ancestry and, like, their genealogy, and it's so good. It's so interesting. Something about, like, a celebrity being interested in very normal or, like, um non-celebrity things, like, enthralls me. I don't know why, but, like, I don't know. Like, watching big celebrities, like, cry over finding out who they're great 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 grandmother is like that like brings me back that like reassures me that like okay everyone's just like a human being and other people have big jobs and that job is being a celebrity but like they're a human who wants to know their family like why would they not right that maybe seems silly but to me, I'm like so interested and especially like it's like very random people. They've had a lot of the like old SNL cast on. And so I think watching people that their whole job is like comedy and being silly and never being serious, whatever, being serious and like learning about their family is so cool. And the host is so funny. He it's like this one guy. I think it's called Find Your Roots, the, sh- the, sh- the show that I like specifically. There's a few of them, but I think Find Your Roots is the one that I watch the most And the host of it is this guy, and he gets a kick out of telling people who their ancestors are. Like, he had this one guy on, this one old actor, and he was like, are you ready for this? The host was saying this. He goes, are you ready for this? Your grandpa was a passenger on the Mayflower. Like, he, like, drops these bombs. Like, it's, like... I mean, he loves it. He eats it up. And when they react, when they start to cry or they're like, no way, that's so cool. He sits there and he like nods his head. He's like, how are you feeling? How do you feel right now? Tell us how you feel. Like he is hilarious. I think his excitement makes me excited about it. I don't know. I just love it. And I don't really do my own genealogy. Like, I don't know much about it, but I do want to. Like, I would love to really dive into that and know about my family. And I know I could, like I really have the tools to do so, but lazy check, I'm lazy town, okay? I haven't done it yet. And I, I think someone in my family's doing it. So I'll leave that to them and then I'll take over eventually. Um, okay, my next thought is that I, <laughs> I never want to see a picture of the back of me. You keep that to yourself. If you ever Catch yourself taking a picture of me from the back or standing behind me, and you're like, Oh, maybe she looks cute. I'm going to take a little picture, or like, Oh, I'm going to get a candid picture. Don't. Do not. Do not. I'm serious because lately I've been catching myself, okay, even from the side, to be honest. Someone came into my work and took like a sneaky picture of me to send to me to be funny. And It was a side picture of me standing full body. The way my neck was craned over, you would think I had the worst case of scoliosis known to man. It was so bad. It was so bad. And my hair was sitting funky. And so it made my head look funny like my shape, like the shape of my head look funny. It was tragic. I felt sick to my stomach about it. Four days. And I don't usually really care what I look like in a picture. If you want to post a picture of me and my eyes are closed, I'm not putting up a fight. I don't care. Um, but getting caught off guard and then being jump scared by the picture, someone saying that it was cute or, oh, I took this of you. It's evil and it's diabolical and I won't have it. I don't wanna see it. When I see a picture of the back of me, I'm like, first of all, my jeans are saggy. Second, my hair looks like Lord Farquaad uh, or Dora. Um, third of all, I'm a thousand times taller than I remember. I don't see myself as tall, really. I kinda go about my life thinking that I'm like, like five, six. Definitely not like short, short, but not tall. And when people say that I'm tall or I see a picture that reminds me I'm tall, I'm shook. I am shocked by it. I never remember, and so when I see a picture of me from behind and I'm looking like Slenderman, uh, I'm I'm shocked again. So I don't want to see it. I know that I wear boyfriend jeans, baggy jeans, jeans that just are ridiculous, do not fit me, and from the front they slay. They look good. I don't need to know what they look like from the back. That is not my business. Whatever is behind me is none of my business but i'll tell you this i've been telling my boyfriend don't stand behind me don't look at me in the car especially if i'm driving because my right side is not the good side i made some adjustments after these ill-fated pictures i feel like i was visually assaulted by my own self and not only that thinking about how other people See that daily makes me ill. Like when anyone's walking behind me, that's what they see. And you know what's the worst part? I'm a fast walker. I will walk in front of you. It's just natural. I can't help it. My legs are four feet long each. Not true, but they're long. I'm going to walk fast. It's in my genetics. I can't help it. You're going to see me from behind. At this point, like I said, none of my business don't want to think about it so if you catch yourself behind me do us both a favor and walk side by side with me i promise we'll both have a better time okay next thought i love the Coraline dogs and um if you don't already know what i'm talking about go ahead and just put me on pause for a second and just do a little google search dogs from Coraline film um I honestly don't know what they're called and i'm not going to take the time to look them up you either know or you don't or you're going to google it but they're perfect and i really only like think that they're a claymation dog i never really register that they're like a real dog so when i see them out in public it's like best day ever they're so funny they're so funny looking they're just not real and they're very rare like i really don't see people with them i think cuz they're considered like an uglier dog to like the majority i personally love them i think they're hilarious um like i said don't do not get excited about a golden doodle i don't give a single flying f word if you have a golden doodle don't care if it looks like a teddy bear don't care that it was 1500 dollars don't care that it has human hair don't care that it has curly hair. I don't care. I don't. I'm over the golden doodles. And here's a hot take: Everyone else is going to be over them mm, in about six years. They're going to have a new, a new dog that everyone loves. Whatever happened to just a good old golden retriever? Also, there's like a bajillion species of dogs. Why are we not exploring owning more of them? Where did Dalmatians go? Um, anyway, I saw an old couple walking one of these dogs, and the way that they walk, close your eyes for a second. Imagine like an armchair, like a little, like a little couch, like a little tiny one person couch, right? Um, like the blues clues chair, okay, like one of those imagine that coming to life and walking that's how they walk i love them and there's different varieties of them and i honestly love like the classic okay i want to say they're called like a scotty dog it's kind of coming to me right now but i could be totally wrong anyway honestly that's all i just i just love them okay next thought um okay here here's a really hot take and if I ever blow up, I honestly might get canceled for this, but there are way too many reserved spaces for the people that do online pickup at grocery stores. I'm letting that simmer with you because think about it. Think about now how far you have to park back after all the handicapped spaces, which should be there. Don't think I'm saying they shouldn't be there. Handicap needs front row, period. But after the handicap, you have like six reserved spots for people that are doing like car pickup or like they have an online order that gets brought to their car. Why in the world are we putting the lazy people in the front? All your tried and true customers who are walking their, uh, sorry, walking their legs into your store like you know real life human beings and participating and being present living in the moment have to park literally in freaking australia in timbuktu i don't want a jenny craig it into your store i want i want to park at least three spots near the front you know what i'm saying if handicap is taking up the first three spots I want the next one. I do not want to park middle to the back. And I'm gonna I'm gonna drive around until I get one of those front spots. But not anymore. No, 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 no. We gotta have all the lazy Joes right in the front and just they just sit in their little car and they press the little I'm here button and a little employee comes out to the car and puts the groceries in there and they get to drive away. They did zero work get to the back. If you're going to be lazy, get in the back. Okay. And I don't think my observation is really going to change anything, but perhaps when I come back to social media, we can rile up the troops, gather the troops and really fight for this because, okay. And here's the thing. I also understand the employees have to walk all the groceries out. So they want to Have the cars in the front, easier access, they know exactly where they're going to be, you know, less walking time for them so they can get back in the store to work for the walking customers or the, you know, the in-person customers, I mean. But also, you're getting paid. It's your job. Like, you can walk to the back. I don't know. I mean, am I ridiculous for thinking that? Probably. Is it privilege to think that? Probably. Blah 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 blah. Don't care. It's an observation, and I'm sticking by it. Just that's it. Okay. Here's my next thought, and I might even uh, I I, I might even make a full episode out. I just read one of the one of the thoughts towards the bottom, and it's a little f stuff. So I was just giggling about that, but. D- don't worry, we'll get there. We'll get there. I'm not afraid. I'm not holding back this episode. Um, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I might do a whole episode about this because I actually was thinking a ton about it and I think it would be really cool to like dive in with someone, especially maybe someone older. So if you want to be featured on the podcast and you're over the age of, mm, I don't know, 35, let me know. Um, But my thought, and I'm going to read it verbatim as I wrote it it's okay to fight for what you want. Our world has become a ditch it slash leave it society, but whatever happened to fighting for what you're really wanting in life? So I thought about this because the other podcasts I listen to, things I see on TikTok, things I hear people say is like, you complain about something and someone's like, you should quit or like, oh, just break up with him or, um, oh, like just, you know, just do something else. If, if they're not doing this, then you need to leave or everything is so like, um, you know, they offended me. I'm out of here or whatever. Like what happened to like being so passionate about something that you really fight for it. And maybe, maybe I'm sort of turning a blind eye to the people that still do this because I'm sure there are like, okay. And here's here's where this thought really, really came from, is that my brother gave a talk in church uh, last week. And the whole story was about how he had all these hurdles getting on his church mission and back to his church mission and throughout his church mission, all this stuff. But all he did was fight for it. He's like, I wanted it so bad. And over and over and over, he literally fought for it. And as he was telling the story, I thought about how many people have just said, like, they don't want you, you're not welcome here, they did this, they did that, they're out to get you, you should leave, you should do this. Like, if it was me, to be honest, I would feel so defeated. I'd be like, I'm just giving up. Like, I don't feel welcome or I don't do this or I whatever, like, I'm out, you know? But it's like, he wanted it and so he fought for it and he got what he wanted out of it. And, and it really made me think, I'm like, why don't we fight for more like that? And like, sometimes, like I was listening to this podcast episode and one of the submissions, it was like an advice column episode. One of the submissions was like, oh, you know, my boyfriend is moving and I feel like we're going to break up. Like, I don't, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but whatever. And the girls were like, oh, if he's just going to leave, like you should break up with him. Or if he's moving, like you should just end it, like whatever. Or like, if he's not doing this, like you got to go. Like there's someone out there that's going to do better, treat you better, blah, blah, blah. And I also, I thought for a second, I was like, okay, what happened to like fighting for your love, for your relationship? Like why is there shame now or embarrassment or you know, you're not told to like get in there and like fight for it. Like go tell him you love him and you don't want him to leave and you want him to stay and you, you know, love him forever. Like romanticize your life. Like Whatever happened to living like a rom com and being like, I am going to fight for this? And like, when I hear stories, like sometimes fighting for your relationship like doesn't work and it's not the right answer, whatever. And I'm not even saying for your relationship. This is what I'm talking about completely. But overall, like, get in there and like fight for what you want. Like, who's it gonna hurt if you really put in your one thousand percent? You fight for it. You scream for it. You are like, you know what I mean? Like, you are really going after what you want, and it still doesn't work out, at least you know that you gave your everything, right? Like, wouldn't you live with regret if you're like, oh, this one thing was bad, so I just left, or I just quit, or I, this job, you know, wasn't paying me enough, but I never asked for a raise, so I left. Like, I don't know. If you're passionate, like, fight for what you want. I've kind of, and I'm not really a passionate person. Like, I am a quitter. I am a quitter, quitter, quitter my family is quitters sorry guys but it, you know it's fact when something's hard we quit and not my brother because he's slay uh you know with the whole church thing mission thing but um like I feel like we're predisposed to just walk away when something gets hard me included but I'm ready to fight y'all I'm ready to fight for what I'm wanting. I do have to figure out like what I want first, <laughs> and I'm not really facing anything at the moment that like I really need to fight for, but when something comes up, I'm going to be kicking and screaming, and and that's that on that. Okay, I've got two more thoughts, and then we're going to um, wrap it up here. This has been so much fun. I don't want it to ever turn into like ranting where you guys are listening to me like, oh my gosh, like relax, shut up. But I'm just having so much fun telling my thoughts. This is how my podcast first started. Like it was me just writing down everything I was thinking about throughout the week. And then just like going through it and talking about it and expressing my thoughts. And it was so fun. And people really liked it. So I am enjoying doing this again. And I was supposed to record an episode with my roommate. Um, It was like we had a specific sort of... Excuse me, just burped. We had a specific sort of like, um, topic to talk about, but our schedules just didn't align. We never got to record it, so that might be coming next week. Um, and I will, well, I won't post about it, but I guess if you see it, you see it. Um, yeah. So this will be the only episode like this for the next couple episodes, but um, so look forward to the topic for next week. It's going to be I personally think it's really interesting. I'm really really excited to talk about it. Okay. Um this is the thought that's a little risky. I don't know too much about it. Honestly, you know what? Should I skip it? Okay, I'm not going to. So, I bought a flight home and I was looking at my itinerary and this itinerary is on your receipt. So, it tells me like the times of my flight, my flight number, all that stuff, and then it breaks down all my costs. So I'm looking and I'm like, okay, it was about hundred dollars, like very normal, like not bad at all. I'm not complaining, but I'm looking through and it's like, okay, cost of the flight, taxes and fees, nine eleven security fee. I said, uh, what? What am I paying for nine eleven? That has anything to do with me right now? What is this nine eleven security fee? I, I, I don't even understand. Like the security at the airport, like is like, am I paying a fee for them? Am I paying a fee on the flight? What is and why would they call it a nine eleven security fee? It. I was so flabbergasted. I'm like i'm not I'm not taking 9 eleven lightly I'm not t- saying it's not serious it was do I think I should be paying a security fee from those events uh 22 years ago no because what am I still paying for twenty two years later a- and I'll call out the airline it's allegiant Allegiant what are you charging me for what I'm going to do some further research next episode. I'll follow up on that. Okay, my last thought, and this one's very sweet. Being nice to people is a thousand times more fun than not just being rude, but being like average to them. I work in a customer service job, and there are days when I come in that I do not want to be there. Sorry, newsflash. Not all Trader Joe's workers want to be at their job every day and enjoy chit-chatting for mm, 8 hours with people. I sometimes don't want to chit-chat, right? So I'll I'll have a customer, "Hi, how are you? Did you find everything okay?" Cool. And I don't say anything for the rest of the transaction and we just stand in silence cuz it's like I don't want to talk. Or you know, I just go about my day and I'm nice enough, I'm pleasant to people, but I'm not smiling at everyone, I'm not, you know, cheery. I'm not cheerful, right? Today, for I decided at the beginning of my shift, I was like, I'm going to be really nice. I'm going to be very sweet. I'm going to be outgoing. I'm going to ask every person how their day is going. I'm going to go above and beyond because I want other people to have a good experience here and I want to have a good experience here. I think the biggest takeaway I realized from today is like when I'm nice, I have a better day. When I am cheerful and pleasant and sweet and just overly kind to people, I have a better day. So when the customers would come through, hi, how are you? How's it going? Do you find everything okay? What are you up to today? How have you been? Like, do you have any fun plans for the weekend? Oh, that's so cool. Tell me more about that. Like, really going on and on with customers. Greeting them with a big smile. Like, if I see kids, hi, how are you? Like, are you shopping with mom? Like, interacting with the kids, blah, blah, blah. My coworkers greeting them with a big smile, some even a hug, like going over what I would probably normally do. And my shift was like light years better than how it normally is. Then on my lunch break, I go to In N Out and I'm in the drive thru. I pull up, hi, what can I get you? hi how are you how's your day going oh can i please get this thank you so much like have a wonderful day blah 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 thank you i really appreciate you like just above and beyond i could see i'm not tooting my own horn here i could see though on the workers faces it lit them up more to see to have someone be kind to them and appreciative and pleasant with them i could tell made them more joyful I hate when I'm working or when I interact with someone and their energy is low or off, not just low, I guess. Cause you know, that's normal. But like, if they are just very like, hi, hello, blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, cool. Like with me, I'm like, Oh, like that sucked. Like I hated that. But like when someone is like sweet and kind to me, like it makes my day better. Right. So I was like, why am I going around? And okay. I'm going to say something that maybe is brave to say, but sometimes I enjoy not being pleasant. Okay. I, I will kind of be like, I'm going to have an attitude today and it's everyone else's problem. Sorry. And I don't necessarily do that at work, but just in my life, I'll be like, I don't want to be cheery today. I don't want to be pleasant. I'm annoyed. I'm going to be annoyed. And you know what? I have a crappy day every time, but it's like, if I just make the choice to be kind and to be pleasant and whatever, even if I'm faking it, inevitably, you're going to have a better day. And I think I saw something one time where it's like, if you just smile, even if it's forced, your brain doesn't really know you're forcing it. It still gets that dopamine. It still gets more adrenaline when you're smiling and serotonin and all that, even if it's fake. So the more you fake it, like eventually you're going to just become happier that day or that in that moment. And it was just beautiful. And I loved it. And I thought, I'm going to choose to be wonderful and kind and appreciative as much as I can and as much as I remember because I want days like this all the time. It was so cute. Anyway, that was my last thought. Thanks for listening. I love doing episodes like this. Like I mentioned, it's so fun just to like say whatever's on my mind and talk about all my thoughts. And make sure you um, like my podcast, rate and review send this to your friends. Since I don't have social media, I can't really market myself at the time. So send it around, send it to a friend to listen to or listen with a friend. Anyway, love you all. Talk to you next week. Bye.